Hello, my name is Alice Turner, and these are the tales of the Great Transfiguration. This week in Providence, Rhode Island, all eyes were on the House of Representatives as Congressman Steve Stevens transformed into an elephant on the House floor. Several members of the House were trampled in the chaos, but thankfully no one was seriously injured. Congressman Stevens' elephantation marks the third spontaneous transformation to occur within the House of Representatives this week. Inspectors have officially declared the House cursed, and the building will be closed until Congressman Stevens can be extracted from the House of Representatives by animal rescue. Until then, government has reconvened in the basement of Congresswoman Kelly Denver. <laughs> Congresswoman, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to meet with me. Oh, anytime. The more, the merrier. You uh, have a lovely basement. Thank you. We just got the floors redone last winter. Welcome to the new and improved House of Representatives. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> uh, hey, Kelly. Craig. Alice. Uh, Greg? Alice! <laughs> this is Representative Greg Adams. He's, like, so funny. What's up, Greg? Uh, well, <clears throat> we were just about to start a, up a game of beer pong, and I was... I was wondering if you wanted to be my partner. Totally. Oh, but I've got to do this interview thing. Can you wait for me? Sure. Cool! I'll be there in a sec. So, uh, three transformations in one week. How's everyone doing? Well, everyone grieves in their own way, right? I think we're doing okay, just a little shaken up. It's been a tough week. There's been talk about shutting down Providence's upcoming New Year celebrations. Shutting down New Year's? I know, right? Like, you can't stop New Year's. It just happens. For the record, I don't think we should cancel our New Year's celebrations, but we will need to make some accommodation for our transfigured populace. Of course I can see where some are coming from. <laughs> Last New Year's Eve was wild. A massive albino alligator suddenly terrorizes the town and all those, those people start turning into socks and stuff. A lot of people might prefer a calmer way to ring in the new year. Who knows what people might become in all the excitement of the holidays. A friend of mine already transformed into a treadmill. But she was always a go-getter. <laughs> but you're still against shutting down the festivities. New Year's should be special. I think it's worth the risk. It's the anniversary of the Great Transfiguration. We should mark the occasion. Hey, Cal. We're trying to get a game of beer pong going, and Representative Greg Adams doesn't want to start without you. Aww. He's so dumb. Are we good here? Uh, sure. <laughs> Sounds like you've got a lot on your plate. That's me. Busy, busy. What are you up to today? I'm checking out the Steve Steves situation. After that, Grace United Church has a blood drive that I've been told to check out. I think we're going to make the decision about New Year's Eve this evening. Feel free to swing by later tonight for the scoop. I'll see if I can make it. Great! Oh, and don't forget your pajamas. 
I left Kelly's bi-party slumber party in a lull between rounds of truth or dare. I headed down to the House of Representatives to check on the elephant in the room, Congressman Stevens. By the time I showed up, a crowd had already gathered around an open window. Hi, are you with Animal Control? Uh, yes, ma'am. How's the Steve Stevens situation? Uh, ooh, a little out of the ordinary. How so? I've seen a lot of elephants in my day, but it appears that uh, Mr. Stevens is a natural-born performer. Some of the kids have been throwing him beach balls and feeding him bananas. Looks like he's having a great time in there. Lady, throw him a ball! Uh-huh. No, go ahead. Sometimes you'll throw it back. Is this standard protocol for getting an elephant out of a government building? Didn't used to be. But, well, that was back when an elephant was an elephant. Things change. You can't just shoot people with tranquilizer darts. If I turned into an elephant, all of a sudden, I'm six tons heavier and I don't fit my clothes, I'd be pretty freaked out. You add some guy sniping you with darts from a window... I mean, I'm sure he's having a weird enough day without me making it worse. Besides, it looks like he's having fun in there. Did you want to feed him? He really likes bananas. Here. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Hi, Congressman Stevens. <laughs> I've got a treat. Come on. Come on. <gasps> he's eating. Wow. <laughs> he's a pretty good boy. <laughs> I'm just here to make sure he doesn't get spooked before we can get a construction team here to knock out this wall. Hey, kid, don't lean so far through the window, okay? Sorry. No worries. Just be careful. We don't get that many big transformations these days, so this is a bit of a novelty. Have you dealt with many other transformations of this size? A couple. They used to really freak me out. I was there when the lighthouse turned into an alligator. That was the scariest one. You were present for the Battle of the Bubble Bath? Yes, ma'am. Took a bullet in the leg on Swan Point. No way. Yep. One of the few unbubbled bullets, unfortunately. Ouch. Yeah. I remember lying on the ground as gazelles bounded over me. Bubbles popped, muzzle flashes lit the night. I looked up into the big pink eyes of that alligator and thought to myself, Oh... He's more scared of us than we are of him. You think so? Yeah, I mean, the poor thing had been a lighthouse all its life. It was just taking its first breath, seeing its first sights, and all of a sudden, Jack Zachary Johnson and his buddies were shooting at it, and the, the city was exploding into flamingos and dump trucks. It was a traumatic night for all involved. I can't even begin to imagine. Eh, well, there are people that get it, and there are people that don't. Sometimes you just got to experience for yourself. When you know, you know, you know? Hey, how's it going? I hear we got an elephant to deal with. We're the wrecking crew. Got a request to knock out a north wall. You the guy taking point on this one? Hi, nice to meet you. Dennis, I'm with Animal Control, and this is... Alice, I'm with the media. Hey, how's it going? So, Dennis, you deal with large animals before? Yes, sir. Last month, I helped untangle a 20-foot python from a fire escape. Oh, <gasps> wow, professional, eh? Guess you know the drill. Keep them calm and treat them with respect. Yes, sir. Lady, 
I don't mean to be rude, but it'd probably be best if you give us a wide berth. Extractions like these can be a little touch and go. If you're in the know, you'd know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sure. It was nice talking to you, Dennis. You too. Uh, so, I can probably keep him distracted by the south window here while you guys get to work on the other side of the building, which would be the north side, which is the opposite to the south side. Providence is full of new normals. Its government is meeting in Kelly's basement around air hockey tables and beer pong. Standard procedure is changing every day as people like Dennis adapt to a new line of clientele, ranging from beavers to buffalo. But there are also people that long for things to return to normal, true normal. And those people can be found in the basement of Grace United Church preparing for Pastor Laura Lee's sacrificial blood drive. You must be Alice. Nice to meet you, Laura. Please come in, come in. I can't tell you how thrilled we are to have someone from the media cover the blood drive. It's been hard to get the word out ever since Gabriel from Channel 6 turned into a rainbow. God rest his soul. Come on down. We're just in the basement. It's refreshing to cover something recognizable for a change. Mm -hmm. I used to do a lot of charity pieces back home. Oh. Food drives, bake sales. It's nice to see Providence hasn't lost all semblance of normalcy. How long have you been in town? About a week. It's a lot to take in. Still acclimatizing, I suppose. Have you seen a person transform yet? No, not yet. Oh, I hope you never do. Watching a person change can be pretty disturbing. Well, here we are. Welcome to the blood drive. Oh my god. Just to set the scene, the basement of Grace United Church isn't for the faint of heart. There are shelves lined with bags upon bags of blood. And at some point, it looks like they ran out of bags and had to make do with whatever they could find. Blood red fish tanks labeled O negative. Cups and bowls and garbage bags filled and overflowing with blood. The entire room is freezing and smells like pennies. This month's blood drive has been an overwhelming success. With the one-year anniversary of the Great Transfiguration coming up, I think everyone has high hopes for this month's sacrifice. Sacrifice? To the instigator. We're hoping we can appease the instigator with a blood offering and undo the Great Transfiguration. Why? My father turned into a frog in August. I just missed him so much, you know? That summer, I must have emailed over a dozen princes to see if they'd fly over and kiss him. Did any respond? Not yet, no. Eventually, I had to face the facts. No Prince Charmings were willing to fly economy class to Rhode Island just to kiss my dad. The magicians I hired did nothing but close-up magic, and my dad's never believed in witches. I figured it was time to give up on the fairy tales, so I turned to scripture. Who is Jesus if not the ultimate sacrifice? I brought the blood drive to our church council, and they were all on board. I believe that the instigator is a sign from God. A sign of what? I'm not sure, but God has sent us a messenger and we must respond. This New Year's, we will be pouring all the blood we've been collecting into the ocean. But why? No one's seen the instigator since it disappeared into the ocean last year. Hopefully all this blood in the water will lure it out. We've done similar sacrifices in the past, but we've never given blood of this quantity. I'm optimistic. If we can appease the instigator, 
Maybe it will return our friends and family to their rightful form. And if it doesn't? There's always next year. Think of all the blood we could collect by then. I'm gonna get some air. Oh, yuck. That was so gross. Oh my god, I never want to go back Hello? There. Are you with the blood drive? No. I mean, no. I'm a reporter, Alice. Oh, Nancy. I'd heard that there was a reporter running around town. That's me. It's nice to meet you, Nancy. Most of our reporters either transform or quit. I heard about that. And you still came out. I was curious. You know what they say about curiosity in cats. <laughs> Growing any whiskers? <laughs> not yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame. I love cats. You're not here to give blood, are you? It should be noted that Nancy is very pregnant. I've wanted to. Really? It's pretty gross in there. So I've heard. My husband transformed into a gorilla in November. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. He lives in the parking lot outside our apartment. Sometimes he'll climb up to my floor and, and stare at me through the window. Maybe I'm getting desperate. I know that feeding my blood to a giant alligator won't bring him back, but I miss him more and more with every passing day. Just feels so wrong to be having this baby without him, you know? When are you due? I feel like I'm overdue. <sighs> Sometime in the new year. I'll be rooting for you. Thanks. <laughs> hey, I'm having a baby shower on the 30th if you wanted to swing by. I could use a little moral support these days. I'll be there. Being a mom is a lot of responsibility, even more so in Providence. Who knows what your baby's gonna become? My heart goes out to Nancy. All that responsibility on one woman's shoulders. And speaking of responsibility, I eventually return to Kelly's basement. What's the password? Huh? No girls allowed. <laughs> In the House of Representatives? Uh, wait, no. Alice! You're back in time for movie night! Did you bring your pajamas? No. Well, that's okay. You can you can borrow some of mine. Okay, get this, get this. Representative Greg Adams, when we were playing Truth or Dare, Congressman Kyle Clawford asked him if he liked anyone in the room. And he said, yes, and I was in the room. <laughs> oh my God, right? Did you go home and have a nap? I think we're going to stay up pretty late tonight. Amanda snuck some tequila out of her husband's liquor cabinet, and I've got so many snacks. Come in, come in. I was just coming back to see if you'd made a decision about New Year's. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about that. I don't think we voted yet. Hey, Kelly. Oh, hey, Greg. Representative Clark was wondering if you'd cast your vote yet. I was just talking about that. I haven't yet. Oh, cool. Me neither. Did you want to, um, vote together? Sure. <laughs> I'd love to. And so, the members of the House of Representatives gathered round Kelly's air hockey table for over an hour, each making a case for or against cancelling this year's New Year's celebrations. In closing... New Year's is a complicated time for the people of Providence, this year especially. 
It marks the first anniversary of the Great Transfiguration. I know a lot of people are worried about a repeat of last year, and honestly, I'm scared too. What if this year, when the ball drops, all my friends turn into birds and leave me behind? What if everyone changes and I spend this year alone? It's scary, but we're not alone. Not now. Not this year. And if I wake up in January and everyone I love has turned into dogs and jars of jam, I think it would add insult to injury if I didn't celebrate with them when I could. I realize this New Year's celebrations are going to be more demanding than usual. We'll have to figure out how to take care of our people, no matter what shape they take. It's going to take a lot of creative energy to create something that everyone can enjoy. But I think it'll be worth the effort. Thank you, Representative Denvers. If no one has anything they'd like to add, we'll move on to the vote. All those in favor? Aye. All those opposed? Well, I guess the eyes have it. Tonight's vote in Kelly Denver's basement was one of the few moments where all members of the House of Representatives were in agreement. New Year's celebrations were greenlit, and the House snuggled up on Kelly's couch for movie night. Can someone pass the popcorn? It's your own. I'm so glad you decided to stay the night. Well, I appreciate the invite. You're one of us now. Anyone here could turn into anything, including you. You're down in the trenches with the rest of us. That's kind of you to say, but I've only been here a week. There's still so much I don't know. You're here, aren't you? You took the plunge. That's all it takes. If you say so. How did things go with you and Greg? What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? You know what I mean. All right, all right, all right. So, earlier today, we were doing a little day drinking, playing truth or dare, passing some bills, the usual. And then Amanda says we should play spin the bottle. No way. Right? So we all sit in a circle, and we play, and let me tell you, that bottle never once landed on Greg and I. Not once. No. We played for a long time, too. Eventually, the game dissolved. I think someone introduced a bill to the house floor, so we had to go back to work for a bit. I was totally blue-balled. I'd, like, mentally prepared myself for it and everything. So I just grabbed him, and I told him I had to talk to him about something. And I kissed him in that closet. <gasps> and he kissed me back. <gasps> right? Seven minutes in heaven. So what now? Are you a couple? We had a bit of a chat about it. Apparently his wife transformed into a bat a couple of months ago. He said it's still pretty fresh, which I get. But he likes me. He told me he likes me, and I told him that I liked him too. He just needs time, which I get. So I think we're going to wait for each other. We'll try to stay human a little longer and see how it goes. And how do you feel about that? Well... It's not a perfect ending, but I'm optimistic. Kelly's bi-party slumber party was an overwhelming success. In a single evening, they passed more than a month's worth of bills. 
Hair was braided, secrets were told, and spit was swapped. Representative Stevens was eventually extracted from the House of Representatives and government returned to business as usual. With New Year's on the horizon, plans were made for an adapted celebration. To avoid panicking those that had transformed into dogs and other wildlife, they chose smaller, quieter fireworks. Only non-transfigured wood would be used in bonfires, and strollers and forklifts will be issued to those with loved ones that had transformed into objects of a certain weight class to ensure that no one is left out of the festivities. Several days after New Year's preparations were completed, Kelly and Greg transformed into Blue Jays. I didn't know them for long, but when I remember that night in Kelly's basement, I can't help but feel a painful twinge in my chest. My first friends lost to the Great Transfiguration. It should be a somber occasion, but they look so happy together on their nest atop the House of Representatives that it feels like anything but. I've been Alice Turner, and these are the tales of the Great Transfiguration. Thank you for listening to Tales of the Great Transfiguration. This episode was written by Ben Townsley, with direction by Andrea Sardison, and featuring the voice talents of Ardith Boxel, Kamel Shua, Rina Jolly, Kara Joseph, Ross McMillan, and Genevieve Peltier. Our sound designer is MJ Dandino, with audio engineering by Daphne Finlayson. Tales of the Great Transfiguration was produced by the Village Conservatory with the Crescent Arts Centre. Support for the show is provided by the Canada Council for the Arts and the Winnipeg Arts Council. For more information about this podcast, please visit villageconservatory.com slash tales.